Welcome back to the Club Ichi Telethon. This is 12 hours of content, conversation, and camaraderie. And we were talking a little bit earlier about how community can really help you find your next gig. And that's what we want to talk about next. We've got Star leading the conversation for us about lifting up the laid off. There's been some tough times in 2023. And we have some ideas on what might be helpful for you. So over to the team for this incredible conversation. Hey everyone, uh, thanks for joining our Lift Up the Laid Off session. I know for many of us, uh, it has really felt like the season of layoffs instead of the holiday season. Um, and we wanna just dive right in with some rapid interview questions, um, follow up with some tips and tricks for your job hunt. Um, but first, I'd love to let our panel introduce themselves. I'm gonna go first. Hi, my name is Star Stevenson. I'm a marketer with 15 years of experience and a love for startups. I am still very unemployed after four months of job hunting. Handing it over to Becca. Hi everyone, I'm Becca. Um, I was laid off in May, but I actually landed my dream job by September. So hopefully that'll be an inspiration to you all. Um, Sarah? Uh, I think Sarah might've lost some audio, so I'm gonna move over to Rebecca. Hey everybody, uh, my name is Rebecca Carmody and I'm a seasoned events professional with 20 years of experience with a focus on strategy and I am entering my second month of my job search. Sarah, did we get you back? No, we didn't get Sarah back, um, so we'll keep right on going. Um, so we're going to do some rapid interview questions. Um, these are a mix of fun and not so fun, uh, but I want to know from everyone if you are business on the top, party on the bottom during your interview. So I'm going to let everyone go around and answer that question. Hey there, I'm back. Oh, great. Um, I'm Sarah Cook. I'm a product marketer in month seven of my job search. Usually I have a job in three weeks, so I am all about job hunting better. Nice to meet you, Sarah. Um, thanks for coming on. Uh, so the question is, are you business on the top, party on the bottom, party on the top, all business? Let us know. <laughs> well, I like to do a little party on the top, depending on the day, Friday. You know, you can be a little bit more party than others. Always decent on the bottom. Great. Becca, what about you? Yeah, definitely business on the top, leggings on the bottom, which for some people is business. I don't know. It depends. <laughs> where you are, who you are, um, but I live in leggings, so. Rebecca, what oh, about you? We'll call it a party. <laughs> <laughs> oh, definitely party on the bottom star. I've got to rock my Costco joggers and my bionic slippers <laughs> around the house. <laughs> I love it. Uh, yeah, you won't catch me in real pants if I don't have to be. So um, what is one thing that you just cannot let go of on your resume that's been there for way too long? Uh, Becca, what about you? So I have something on my resume from, I don't even want to say when, but I actually early in my career um, had the good fortune of being able to plan the Saturday Night Live after after parties. It has nothing to do with what I do now, aside from, you know, telling the story of how I got into the event industry to begin with. But truthfully, it should come off my resume, but it's an amazing conversation starter. And, you know, people just love to hear how it's like, leave it on there. Yeah, Sarah, what about you? I've always got to have something about music and yeah. currently that's my music involvement in the Austin community. I love it. 
Um, for me, I cannot let go of the fact that I was an intern for the Department of Defense. I felt like I was, I don't know, hot shit, I think. And I just <laughs> cannot let it go. Um, secret clearance and all. So um, this is a big one. What you know, are you willing to do an assignment as part of the hiring process or not? We're seeing this more and more, um, especially lately. I, I, I'm hearing from a lot of people that they're getting asked to do real, you know, projects. Um, Becca, what do you think about this? I think it depends when in the in the process of the interview timeline you're asked to do that assignment. If it's towards the end and you're feeling really good and you know it's down to you and maybe one or two other candidates then I think it's a really good opportunity for you to really show how you would be in a, in the job um, and then it also has the the opportunity to, to to give you a chance to be working you know it gives you something to do besides just the day-to-day -day of the job hunt it, it really puts your, you back in the mindset of having you know, a deliverable. Yeah, I think um, I'm, I really like when companies take the time to acknowledge that it is asking you to do work and they, they pay you for it. I've seen a mix of unpaid, paid, uh, early on in the interview and, and late in the interview process. And I don't mind doing it as long as I can at least be recognized for the intellectual property I'm handling, handing over. Um, so, uh, Rebecca, do you have any ideas to freshen up your elevator pitch? Yeah, I do. Thanks for asking. Um, I just wondered if anybody out there is totally short-circuited and gone blank when an interviewer asks them, tell me about yourself, because being able to tell a story and engage your interviewer is where the elevator pitch really does come in. Um, most recently, I discovered a secret weapon, but it's a weapon I think most of us have been hearing about lately, and it's AI, tools like ChatGPT or BARD. I think of these tools as a personal hype machine, and one of the tools that can help you craft a pitch that sparks interest and not yawns. So AI, I found, can help you ditch the overall generic data dump when an interviewer asks you that question, and it can help you craft a story about you with some data inputs from your resume or from you, you, know, you prompting AI to help you with that. It can also help you find your voice and share your unique personality, um, helping you to make a lasting impression. AI can help you uh, by being a tool that turns the tell me about yourself into a conversation starter overall, and a guide to craft a uni unique pitch that highlights your passion and grabs attention. Yeah. So I do suggest using AI uh, tools like BARD or ChatGPT to help you along that path as well as your own inputs. Yeah, I think that's great. And I think above all else, practicing it and saying it out loud gets you you know, confident and comfortable saying it each time. Um, Sarah, should you send a thank you note? Oh, Sarah, we lost your audio again. I'm so sorry. Um, I'm gonna hand it back to Rebecca. Oh, I was gonna oh, say, uh, were you raised by wolves? <laughs> <laughs> The thank you note is your opportunity to go back and tell them why you're a great fit for the position and to reconnect on topics that you discovered, whether it's kind of inside jokes that were exchanged during your interview um, or if it's, you know, maybe shipping them a link to an article for something, a topic that you discussed that is imperative for the 
success of this role. Uh, but you should take every opportunity you can to connect and to be at the top of their inbox and the top of their mind. Absolutely. Um, well, thanks for the rapid round of interview questions. We're going to move on to, you know, the tips and tricks that have been working for job hunting. As Sarah mentioned, three weeks is not happening anymore. Um, layoffs are taking longer to, to bounce back from. Um, so I'm going to hand it over to Becca to get us started with some some new uh, takes on, on job hunting. Yeah. So, I mean, number one tip, well, maybe I have two tied for number one, but treat the job search like it's a full-time job, you know, be on a schedule, get yourself on a schedule every day of the week. Yes, of course, give yourself a day off, give yourself some PTO, but, you know, treat it like a full-time job, be on by 9 a.m., schedule out your days, you know, don't just rely on, uh, you know, just, you know, applying to different jobs and calling it a day, schedule out networking calls, watch webinars, listen to podcasts, read books, and we'll have all these resources for you. Helps you not only stay motivated, but it helps you stay busy. And, right. and it just eases the transition as well when you do get back into work full-time to already be in that mindset of having that scheduled day and working full-time. And then second, which I think we all agree on, is networking, 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 shamelessly networking. Um, there, there was a, a, a stat uh, that, that we all saw that, that said, I think it was on some HubSpot, 85% of jobs are filled through networking. So according, it said, according to NBC, uh, CNBC, 70% of jobs are never even published publicly. So that's, that, that's mind blowing, especially yeah. from how we're all kind of used to this search it, you know, in the past. So these jobs are either posted internally, created specifically for certain candidates that recruiters are meeting through networking. So there's no better time to really embrace networking yeah. as a part of the process. Yeah, I think networking can be really uncomfortable for a lot of folks. Um, so I think not only looking at your own network, but also that secondary like level of connection, right? Not just your first connections. Um, and then getting involved in your community, there's local events. We have obviously EG is an online Slack, you know, community. All of these different tools are are there for you and meant to help, you know, get you back to work quicker. And I think getting comfortable in the uncomfortableness of shamelessly networking is really imperative. I know for me personally, almost every interview I've had is not from applying for a job. It's from applying for the job, reaching out, connecting with someone, even if it's a secondary connection to get my foot in the door. Um, so definitely get comfortable very quickly with that. Um, I know that we've put in a bunch of tools and resources in the chat. Um, there's some great ones, uh, 20 minute network meeting um, and, and some other books and resources. So please take a look at that. Um, and then I'm going to hand it over to Sarah to mention another great resource, which is the Ichi Job Hunting Club. Well, the Ichi Job Hunting Club is, is a concept right now that Liz and I are talking about. Um, and I am currently reading this book, Never Search Alone, which is very popular right now um, and just seems to really be taking over. But they provide certain exercises and, you know, you can learn about harnessing the power of community in our case, the Club Ichi community and your job search. You can, it explores the Canada market fit for your next job. Um, they talk about negotiation. Um, so if you're interested, 
make sure you go to the jobs channel in the Club Ichi Slack um, platform and tag me. I'm Sarah Cook. Um, and I will make sure you get on the list. And my plan is for us to kick off the club in January. So we Great. can all enjoy the holidays and then start getting ready for 2024. Thank you. Thank you. Um, and then last and final, the name of this is Lift Up the Laid Off. And, and that's because I know a lot of us have experienced layoffs. A lot of us are going through a tough time. I'd love to tell you a little bit. We've kicked off a program called Hashtag Lift Up the Laid Off. It's so simple. You can either ask, um, submit a form with a Amazon wish list, or if you are on the other side of this and you'd love to give back, you can sign up to be paired with someone with a wish list. And we're just trying to give back to the community a little bit. You have, you know, kids and you're stressed about how you're going to get a present under the tree. Like I know that many people have been laid off for a very long time. So we just want to give back to the community. And yeah, so um, click on the form to fill that out. Share it if you know other people that are in this um, situation and, and we'd love to give back. So um, thank you, Sarah, Rebecca, Becca. Appreciate you guys being on. This was great. Thank you so much. Thanks for being here. And all the resources are now in the channel with links. So if you have any questions, don't hesitate to reach out to any of us. Yeah. And hey, everybody, go get jobs. We're going to do it. It's going to be great. <laughs> no more. Thank you so much to the team who is out there really, really helping each other. And I think that that's one of the things I love the most in the Club ET Slack channel right now is all of the conversations. And, and there's a jobs channel and people are just dropping in screenshots of LinkedIn announcements that there's openings, links to some jobs that people know that aren't for them but want to share with others. So make sure if you are job hunting to hop in there. And like Sarah said, we're working on putting together this job hunting club that um, the book has really advocated for. And I think once we all finish reading the book, because that has really been our holdup, <laughs> we're going to kick those things off, get people meeting together once a week or every two weeks to share ideas and help and resumes and practice interviewing.